Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. As you know, I'm Dr. Pat, or maybe you don't know. And uh, Sarah's filling in here today for Mr. Benny. Hey, Sarah, say hi to everybody. Hey. Always good to be here with (laughs) Benny. Instead of Benny, I guess. Instead of Benny, right. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Um, But we got a great lineup today. Uh, Both hours here on the show are exactly what is needed, I think, at the moment. You know, I get to talk with Deborah Engel. Now, for those of you, I know you've heard me talk much more about uh, Deborah, especially about her being the author of The Only Little Prayer You Need. And uh, that book that she put out, literally from what everybody has talked about, is transformative and she breaks it you know he she breaks this out in a way deborah breaks this out in a way where each of us can understand that we can go to a place really quickly to help us uh shift our lives or shift our mood or shift where we are from whatever's going on to to a place of joy and that's what her her message has been and we're thrilled to have her here back to set, you know, talk with us about what it means to let your spirit guide speak. And this is her latest book, which we're going to talk all about today. Let your, your spirit guide speak. What does that mean when we say, let your spirit guide speak? Why is it that we want to want to have them speak? Not just at times where we're having these foxhole prayers or we're kind of hanging around thinking, oh, you know, this is going on or that's going on. But what about spirit guides speaking to us 24-7? What if there were things that, you know, they have been trying to say or trying to have us listen to? But today we get to talk with her as somebody that has been passionate about being out in the world to change the way that we are showing up on a day-to-day basis. Maybe you've been to some of her classes or some of her coaching based on A Course of Miracles. Of course, that body of work has changed many of our lives. Um, Or you've heard her speak on other radio shows today we're going to we're going to journey into this place this place where you and me all of us today Sarah too we can be doing something here today that's going to create a change uh Deb great to have you here thanks for joining us again back great to have you back well it's great to be here thank you so much and i did mention uh the other little prayer and the reason I mentioned that is because that was so pivotal 
for me and pretty much everybody I've ever shared it with. Um, it was a, it's a great way to get to the place where we can stop the chatter. But once we stop the chatter, then what's next? And I think you cover that in, in your latest book, Let Your Spirit Guide Speak. Why do we want to do that? Let's get right to that question. Okay, great. <laughs> Start with. Sure. Well, we really want to listen to our spirit guides speaking and have a conversation with them, a two-way conversation, so that we can get past the idea that we are in this life alone or that life has to be stressful or that it's a struggle or that we're not good enough or all of those fears that we've been asking for them to be healed. Yeah. By asking spirit to heal those fears in us, it's really opened up a new conversation now where we can listen to our spirit guides knowing that we're worthy of talking to them, that they're here, as you said, to help us 24-7, not just when we're in crisis, but even with all of the little mundane things that we go through, mm-hmm. the little decisions that we have to make every day. I think it can be so overwhelming because we are bombarded just by so much information, such long to-do lists, so many obligations and expectations. You know, I imagine everybody probably listening has a to-do list that they're um, checking off things day by day. And even that can just be so stressful for us. So if we can just remember that we've got this constant team of help available to us, it can comfort us, but also remind us that we, we can ask for their guidance about anything and receive it really way more easily and naturally than we might think. You know, what I love about the way you've written this book as well is that, you know, you flip to a page and there's, and I, I don't know if I want to call them an affirmation. They're more like, like prayers. You know, there are things that we can look at and we can say, and if we say them out loud, it creates a change. It creates a shift in us. Um, and, you know, for many people listening, there may be some things we want to shift that, A, we're not exactly 100% sure what we want to do or why we want to do it. Sometimes, Deb, and maybe you can talk to this, we're trying to alleviate the pain. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think yeah. there's so much pain that we don't even acknowledge, you know, that with a lot of yeah. experiencing we don't even know. In fact, back a few weeks ago, I woke up one morning, and as the spirit guides often do, they communicate with us in so many ways. And probably a lot of the listeners out there have had an experience of waking up in the morning and maybe having a phrase or an image or a thought just almost burned into your mind, something that's just mm-hmm. repeating. Well, I had that happen back a few weeks ago, and the phrase I kept hearing over and over was the great epidemic of loneliness. And I thought, oh, I think that's so much of what this book speaks to, is that I think on a lot of levels, we are all lonely, even if we're in good marriages, and healthy families, and have coworkers we enjoy, good mm-hmm. communities. There can still be a feeling of loneliness because this isn't where we're from, you know, and we can forget sometimes that we do have a spiritual connection. I think we also can be very lonely for ourselves because we're very trained to be who other people want us to be, to be acceptable, to work hard and be successful. But those things may not necessarily meet the needs of 
who we are, you know, who we need to mm-hmm. know that we are deep inside, our deepest gifts, our sense of purpose, what brings us joy, what we know that we're here to do in this lifetime. So if we're pursuing our life, ignoring that part of ourselves um, that's real and true and needs attention and needs some nourishment, then we can feel very lonely for that, and it can cause us a great deal of pain without our being able to put our finger on what it is that we're missing. And, you know, isn't it true that on the surface we know how to look on the outside as looking as if, you know, generally speaking, looking as if the world is just, you know, everything's okay. Everything's okay. And, you know, you ask somebody how they're doing and their answer is, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, But once we get in the quiet of our own time in our own mind, you know, we get to be in touch with what's really going on. You know, it's kind of the real. It's like the red pill and the blue pill in the matrix, right? right. There we are. And, and yet at the same time, we don't know what to do. How do our spirit guides help us? Let's start with that. Um, and how, how do we even get to the place where we recognize, Deb, that they actually exist? Right. Well, I think that's a leap for some people. If I know that there can be a lot of skepticism, maybe even cynicism, about whether spirit mm-hmm. guides exist. I just know and wrote the book from my own experience where yeah. it's very clear that they do because I've, I've had those conversations and I've really seen the benefit of building that relationship. The interesting thing is that already I'm hearing from readers who may not even be very far into the book. I talked with one woman last week, for instance, who had just started the book, but she said already it was making her realize she's been getting information from her spirit guides her whole life, but she just didn't Mm. trust it. She didn't know what it was or where it was coming from, so she either ignored it or shut it down or was afraid of it. And the book is helping her to realize, oh, that's a flow of information that's really been there for her all along, but she just Mm -hmm. hasn't been able to tap into it or open up to it because of that distrust. So that's one of the things that the book addresses, and it's one of the reasons that I think this book is a follow-up to the prayer, Please Heal My Fear-Based Thoughts. Because we can even use that prayer about any fears that we might have of talking to spirit. I talk in the book about the fact that, for me, part of the journey in really knowing my spirit guides better and being able to collaborate with them was that at one time I thought they were exalted and busy and, you know, so far advanced that why would they even care what was going on in my life? Why would they be paying attention? And then once I kind of got past that, then the next fear was, well, I still can't really talk to them the way I would talk to a friend or the, the way I would talk to a family member because they're so far beyond that. And what I realized through a lot of experiences that I describe in the book is that truly our spirit guides are very equivalent to human beings, you know, other beings that we would talk to in the physical form, that they are energies, angels, light beings. They go by many, many different names. But they're basically unseen helpers who are devoted to us. And Mm -hmm. they actually need, need us just like we need them. Yeah, and we've got so much to talk about today, you know, which is going to dive into all of the above. 
Uh, and for those of you out there, we're going to let you know uh, how you can find out more about Deb, where she's going to be, what she's up to, how you can work with her one-on-one uh, as well. And, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about what are the questions we should be asking. You know, are is there a should list? How do we go about this? And, you know, Deb just said it. Do we wait for that other shoe to drop? Or do we get it right at the place where we simply need to cut our toenails? Now that's an image. We'll be right back. Cause I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan. I don't Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. Song of the Heart. Walking the Path of Light from author and healer Francine Vale is available now. Through Francine's life story, we learn how imperative it is to love one another. Once this simple truth is learned, peace on earth will prevail. Song of the Heart is a life lived and a story told for this purpose. To learn more about Francine and her amazing gifts, or to order your copy of the book today, visit angelsandlightbeings.com. Have you ever tried to make lifestyle changes but had difficulty following through? Imagine what it would be like to get up each morning with energy, clarity, and motivation to tackle the day. If you want to get past limiting barriers that are preventing you from living your best life, join holistic health and wellness coach T. Carrie Mitchell each month on The Dr. Pat Show. Or visit lifestyle120.com today and start to receive the personal attention you deserve. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Why am I so emotional? No, it's not a good look in some self-control.
Hey, everybody, welcome back. Yeah, it's so great. To, I got a little echo going on here. Uh, so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. And what I love about uh, talking with all you is I get to have some of the most incredible people join me in these conversations. You know, today, Deborah Engel is joining me here today. You, are, you guys have heard me talk about The Only Little Prayer You Need, and that was a book that I got the the honor to not just read over and over and over again. I've given that book to hundreds of people. And as well, it is so important that that message get carried forth now to uh, her latest book, Let Your Spirit Guide Speak. And I love the title of this, and maybe you can address this, Deb. You know, the title is Let Your Spirit Guide Speak. It, it, it's as if we don't let our spirit guide speak inherent in the title. Right. And, and I think that, you know, that's kind of, that's worth a little conversation about, you know, do we not let our spirits guide, guide speak, you know, are they trying to get to us and we are just completely oblivious to it. I mean, honestly, I was oblivious to, you know, the only little prayer you ever need, that that book right there. And then I open the book and I read the book and it's like, you got to be kidding me. This actually really works. Is this the same kind of thing, Deb? It really is. Yeah. And it's so interesting about that title because the title, like much of the book, just really showed up. And I think you're absolutely on target about the fact that really our spirit guides are speaking. They are talking to us, but we're just not listening. So if people think that their spirit guides are not talking to them, it's not because their spirit guides are not ready. (laughs) It's because we're not ready. And honestly, once we start to tune in, we really are, in a way, kind of giving them permission to speak to us in a way that we just have not been able to absorb or to open up to before. And I think it's partly because there is some fear about spirit guides, the whole idea of who are they and what are they and what do they do and how is that different from the Holy Spirit or from God or from Jesus or Mary or other religious beings. Um, But I think it's also, too, that we just tend to have amnesia about the spiritual help available to us. And if there's one thing I really hope this book will do, it's to just serve as a reminder that that help is there always. In fact, that's originally what I wanted to call the book. Um, whenever I sit down and really talk with my spirit guides, the first thing I hear is, we are here with you always. They always Mm -hmm. start with those words. And those words alone are so comforting. Whenever Mm -hmm. I've said that to people or they've seen that written out, you can just see the relaxation and the, ah, kind of like taking a deep breath in them because it's that remembrance that we're not alone. We ended up changing the title of the book to Let Your Spirit Guide Speak because we thought it was more direct and really speaks to the issue, Pat, that you brought up. But I do want people to know, for all of you, what they are saying to you is, we are here with you always, and we're here to help Mm. you. Yep, we're here to help you with all things big and small. You know, let's talk about this this notion that um, spirit guides are here and we don't use them. I mean, I, I, I just, you know me, I have to get right to that. Uh, they're here and we don't use them. And yeah, maybe it has something to do with some of the things we talk about, about the way we believe in religion uh, and so forth. But I got to tell you, 
we, we don't even talk to God. <laughs> we, you know, it, I mean, even if you are a, a very religious person, it's, it's really quite, and I talk about myself as well, going down this pathway. And I, I've recently thought about all of the opportunities I've had to have these conversations and have decided that I'm not going to. Is it self-will? Is it the, the idea of self-will that I've got this, I can handle this? And, and it's not always when things are really down and depressing. I mean, we don't even talk with them for, to get a new level of awareness. Do you have any uh, ideas about what that is? Where, where does our spirit, what box does our spirituality go in? Right. Well, and what you're describing really is a function of the ego and that ego fear. The ego is the part of us that thinks that's in control. It's got this. It can take care of things. It's responsible. It will fix anything. And those are wonderful mm-hmm. things as long as they're coming from a loving place. But when they're coming mm-hmm. from the ego's fear, they're really based on this feeling that I'm not enough. So I've constantly got to prove myself, and I've got to be the hero, and I've got to be the one who fixes and controls everything, just so that I can start to feel better about myself. And that's the part that really gets in the way of our speaking to our spirit guides or listening to them, because it just constantly masks our remembrance of the fact that we do have this help. We do have this divine connection. So we can go through our lives every single day, and, you know, the spirit guides can be right there giving us signs and information and speaking to us, and yet we'll be listening so much to that ego need for control that we're just, we truly are oblivious. So one of the things that I talk about in the book is that it's like any spiritual practice. We really need to get in the habit of listening and speaking to our spirit guides. It's very much, I mean, really just exactly like developing a relationship with another human being. If you go to the doctor, for instance, every once in a while for a crisis or a checkup, that's one relationship. But if you have somebody that you are talking to every single day where you're making a point to check in with them, to listen to them, to ask them questions, to really take to heart what they're saying to you, that's a very different kind of relationship. And that's the kind of relationship we can have with our spirit guides, but it means being very mindful and very intentional about setting up those times daily to have those conversations. Uh, I've got some suggestions in the book about how to do that. And literally, you know, even to start, people might want to just go ahead and set up alarms on their cell phone or, you know, start scheduling times throughout the day to stop even for just a moment, even for 30 seconds, check in, ask their spirit guides a question, listen for an answer or a feeling, some sort of response, and start there. Just start wherever you are to begin building that relationship frequently and consistently. Well, let's do this. We've got somebody like love to love to join us in the conversation here. Uh, and we'll get to that when we come back from break. You know, Anna's called into the show and would love to join in our conversation about this. Um, You know, I learned something a long time ago, and what I learned a long time ago is that, uh, you know, here I am, and I have this new level of awareness, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Um, You know... (laughs) 
awareness, awareness is like the super, super uh, most amazing thing that I've discovered in my life and understanding what awareness means. Um, So awareness, they say, is the first step. But it's like if awareness is the first step and I'm surrounded by spirit guides 24-7, then what is it that I can do better to be able to hear, think, feel, listen, be in the flow, and then what the heck am I going to do next? And this is all part of the conversation that we're having here today. It's let your spirit guide speak. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a little subtitle here. A simple guide for a life for purpose, abundance, and joy. I'm not sure, Deb, that we have really, you know, where that we're all in about the fact that we can actually have this, are we? That we can actually have a life, a purpose, abundance, and joy. Maybe we can have a life of purpose, right? Maybe we can have a little joy sprinkled all over it, right? Uh, But that abundance thing, it reminds me of when I order a pizza. And, oh, here we go. And I ordered the pizza. And I look at the pizza, and I know I ordered the pizza 24-7 from the same place I ordered the pizza. I love the pizza. I don't eat it that often. I get the pizza, but there's no, you know, I like it with a lot of cheese. I'm from the East Coast. Like it with a lot of cheese. Please do not put non-fat cheese on my pizza. I don't even, my uncle would be rolling over in his grave about that. But yet, I will even hesitate to say, can you please put extra cheese on it? Why? I think we're a little conditioned not to really ask for what we desire. What do you think, Deb? You've got a whole book here about it. Absolutely. I think you are right on target. I think we are conditioned not to ask for help and not to ask for what we want and not to think that we deserve what we want. I think awareness, you know, you used that word um, so well because if we start to become aware of the messages that we receive every day, This is part of the only little prayer you need, just practicing sitting and listening to your own thoughts, listening to what's going through your mind, paying attention to the kinds of messages that you are picking up through osmosis every day from coworkers, family, media, you know, all of the different sources that we listen to every day. Once we become aware of those thoughts and those messages, we realize, wow, look at how much of the time, how much of our energy is given to messages that make us feel as though we're not good enough, that we will not have enough money in retirement, that we're going to get sick or have an accident, that we're never going to have enough insurance, that we may not be lovable, that we certainly are not attractive enough, that we could lose everything at any moment. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on of potential catastrophes and dramas that we could have in our life. Well, what happens is that our egos are constantly on guard about those things and also always looking for evidence that all of that drama and chaos is true. It's looking for evidence to support its belief that this is a scary, awful world. We don't spend very much time with the other part of our minds, the part of our minds that remembers we're children of God, we are love, we are here to extend love and joy into the universe. One of the teachings of the Course in Miracles, the course that you mentioned earlier, is that our only job is to be joyful, that we're really here to have lives of abundance and ease and joy so that we can bring that into the world and extend it. 
We're not here just to put out fires constantly and be stressed 24-7 a day. We're here really to relax into this adventure of life and to look for evidence that this is a beautiful place and that we're Mm -hmm. supported. But again, we're so distracted by all of that ego noise that we forget the other half of the equation and what's available to us spiritually. Mm. So that's a big piece of that awareness is just realizing, oh, we've been so programmed to pay attention to everything that we do not want. And what our relationship with our spirit guides can remind us of is that we can have the things that we do want and that they are not only willing and not only happy, but it's part of their purpose to help make sure that we have those experiences of joy and abundance. So that's that's why the only little prayer you need is such a good precursor for this, because as we start to realize, oh my goodness, look at all the fears I have about abundance, or about joy, or about peace, or about really having harmonious, happy relationships, or about thinking that I'm good enough to have a wonderful life, we can ask for those to be healed. Oh, yeah. Am I worthy? Am I worthy of life, purpose, abundance, and joy? Let's take a short break. We come back more with Deb Engel joining us here today. Fabulous book, Let Your Spirit Guide Speak. But when we come back, we're going to go right to the phones. Phone lines are open if you've got questions. If you want to get some insight, you want to get some awareness, 1-800-930-2819. We will be right back. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Brand consultant and coach Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're a person with a dream and unsure where to start or a CEO of a successful company wondering what's next, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empowers you to play to your strengths and focus your competitive edge so you can show up in the world as your most powerful brand. Go to jenmorgan.com or call 206-972-5366. 
Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Marching bands and trombone Everybody's out here Waiting on the second line Wow, I love it, love it, love it I'm so, Deb, I'm telling you You know, the work that you do Clearly, you are listening To your spirit guides when they speak Deb's book is Let Your Spirit Guides Speak uh, and Gosh, I don't I don't know if we're going to have a copy to give away. I don't have that in my notes, but who knows? Deb always gives stuff away. Um, but right now, uh, before we go to the phones, can you just tell folks how they can find out more about you, how they can get a copy of the book, all of the above? Sure. Yep. They can go to DebraEngel.com, and that's D-E-B-R-A-E-N-G-L-E.com. And I've got upcoming events there, so there's all sorts of information about upcoming classes. I have a free teleclass coming up September 22nd and other information that I hope people will go there, check that out. Sign up for my list if you can so that you can be kept updated about new things as they come along. And then the book is available through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your favorite independent bookstore, really everywhere. It's out there, you know, making its way into the world and I think in big ways already. And that's really exciting to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is really what we're talking about here today. It's really how many tools you have in your toolkit. And by the way, how many of them actually work for you? Sarah, who do we have on the phone? On the phone, we've got Anne from Virginia. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you? Awesome. How can we Good. help Hi, you today? Deb. How are you? Hi, Anne. Um, I wanted to, um, I think with, with spirit guides, at least for me, um, I have uh, lost a lot of members of my family uh, because I came much later in my mother's life. And so uh, most yeah. uh, uh, of my uh, sisters and brother-in-laws and uncles and so forth, mom and dad, have passed away. And I'm, I've lost a lot of other people in my life. So I, I think that is probably one reason why I can resonate well with the spirit guides um, that I have around me because sometimes I feel that 
there could be a stadium of spirit guides around me at the same time, or I could be driving in a car and I can smell something or feel their presence. And um, I just wanted to state that that um, I, I have that that feeling that they're there quite often. And I think I think sometimes you you have to lose something in order to to feel it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I really like what you're saying about maybe you'll smell something or you'll have a feeling. Could you speak a little louder? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, can you speak a little louder, Deb? Sure. Yeah, I like what you're saying about the fact that you can just have a feeling of a sense of presence because often that is how the guides will communicate with us or at least it can be a wonderful place to start where you just know that there's something there. And I think, have you ever tried you know, sitting down and conversing with them, asking them who they are or specifically who is around you? Sometimes I just know who it is, mm-hmm. and other times um, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm just at peace that they're there. I don't necessarily uh, ask who it is, uh, but, but sometimes I know who it is um, mm. because I am very close to my sister um, or one of my sisters, and when I smell things, I think it's her. But they're, um, so no, I don't always um, do that. Mm-hmm. It sounds as though they give you a great deal of comfort, though, just knowing they that do. they're there. Well, when you're the youngest, then uh, most people have gone, you know. I, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I just think it's, you know, that's why yeah. um, it's hard to see everybody go. Right, yeah. right. Well, and I think just yeah. knowing... Yeah, that there's that ongoing sense of connection um, really helps with that sense of loss and knowing that the, the relationship continues. It's certainly in a different form, but to know that they're still there with you and they still care and they're going through your day with you, I think there is so much comfort and there can also be a lot of, a lot of specific guidance there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's just I, that's what I wanted to say. I didn't know if you felt anything else you needed to tell me, but that's I felt that I needed to say uh, to share that with you. Right. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I would. Wow, I love you. it. And I, I, me too. I mean, my sister was twelve years older than me. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I get that about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I'm finding, Anne, and and maybe Deb, we can talk about this. Is friendship are so important really really important and you know we when we work with people like you know bringing Deb on here for the show you know these folks we bring on you guys become part of our radio family Deb you know this is not just let's slap up another interview and 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 call it a day we don't do that our listeners are the most important aspect of what we do and so there's this energy about it, and, and we do get guided by spirit. But I want to know how we trust spirit. But I don't want to go to that until we go to our next caller, Sarah. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. <laughs> we, have we have Kay on the line calling from California. All right. Kay, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Good morning. Or afternoon, yeah. actually. Yeah, what, what, California where? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego, California. 
sunny yes. San Diego. Right. Yes, the finest city. America's finest city, they call it. <laughs> Beautiful Anyways. place. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah I was you. actually tempted after going to school down there in Claremont. I was actually tempted with San Diego became very sed- seducting for me. How can we help you today? Yes, I have a question in regards to how to tell the difference between the spirit guide and your own doubt. Because that's what I was asking. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a great I've been kind of tortured. And I don't know if it's my spirit guide telling me like, okay, no, no, you can't keep doing this. Or if it's my doubt, just like torturing me. Right. And I'm having just a little bit of a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry. Would you okay, mind can you hear me Yeah, maybe Sarah can crank us up a little bit. What okay. she's talking about is how do you know it's your spirit guide or, or whether it is uh, your doubt? You know, is it, you know, doubt. When doubt comes in and stuff comes in, is that our spirit guide? Are they trying to talk to us or is that something else? And I know, Deb, I know, I know what you're getting ready to say, to hear, say here, but you, you, do you see how we can get tripped up by not thinking it's a spirit guide, by thinking it's something else, or just simply by thinking, period? <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. And it is it's such an important question because, again, that ego mind that is so busy and so loud it wants to interject itself into every conversation, every situation. So, you know, if you are asking yourself a question, it's likely that maybe the very, very first thought that you have may very well be your ego because it's just like, again, it wants to fix it. It wants to jump in and say, I know the answer. I know the answer. (laughs) So that's why it's so important to really settle yourself down. Take a few minutes to be quiet. Take some deep breaths, close your eyes, be in a quiet space, and really state your intention to hear or understand or feel only the true guidance of your spiritual guides. Ask Mm -hmm. yourself, ask to be connected to that higher realm and that higher energy and vibration so that you can trust the information that you're getting. And there are a couple of different ways that you can tell, first of all, if it is a very quick and sort of demanding or insistent answer, it's very possible that that's your ego. Because typically the spiritual realm, spiritual guidance is going to be much slower, much more gentle, much more like somebody just putting their arm around your shoulder and giving you a good piece of advice. So you Mm. can check in about how it feels and if it feels kind of frantic or hurried or insistent or do this, then probably that's your ego. And if that's the case, then just settle down a little more, take a few more deep breaths, go a little deeper, and then then tune in to that more subtle kind of information or feeling that you'll get. One of the things I talk about in the book that's really important is that everybody gets their guidance from their spirit guides in a way that's unique to them. So for some people, they can see their guides, other people can hear them, other people can feel, like Anne did, a sense of presence. Um, sometimes you may just feel a brush against your cheek, or you'll wake up and realize that you had a dream that they were communicating with you in. 
So it's important just to pay attention to different ways and ask also what's the best way for them to communicate with you. And then just be willing to trust. You know, you might make some mistakes at first, but that's okay because they'll easily be corrected. And the more you keep tuning in, and it's kind of like tuning the dial on a radio, really. You're just trying to get that tuned in a little bit more and a little bit more so that the static goes away and you know, oh, there's the connection. This is the voice that I'm listening for. And you'll know it when you hear it. Does that that make sense? Yes, it actually did resonate, yes. And I was like, you know what, it's probably my ego <laughs> telling me um, certain things aren't, you know, good enough or not trying hard enough. And yeah, right. and, and then um, the other side is like, just be calm, work through it, you know, it'll be fine. Everything will get it put in its place and mm-hmm. don't get all frantic about other people things or people not being um, up to par or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, that's really such a, a great litmus test for this. If you're getting messages that have anything to do with, oh, I'm not good enough or or I'm going to make a mistake or... Someone uh, else also. Like, it's a lot yeah, of it has those to, are fear-based. A lot of it has to do with someone of... else. Like, well, my what, do you, what do you other. mean by that? What do you mean by has to do well, with someone else? Okay, I'll tell you this. I've been married for 11 years, and I've been battling uh-huh. what my, I guess it's my ego because of the difference in ambition drive. I have a certain ambition drive, and he has a certain ambition drive. It's mm-hmm. not up to par, and that frustrates me, and, and it makes me sometimes what? think, like, you know what? You just need to find somebody that's up to par with you because, you know, you can't be, uh, you know, uh, carrying someone else's weight. For so long and mm-hmm. so you know what I mean that's where it's like man what am, what am I to do something's telling me you need to find someone that's more up to par and then the other side is like you know what just be patient be patient mm-hmm. work through it you got to grow well he's, he, he's grow. not up to par to you or you're not up to par to him who's um, the, who's the not up to par is, his ambition drive is not up to my ambition drive Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's not ambitious. you, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of frustrating when you feel like you got to, you know, carry someone else's weight. And uh, that's the struggle I've been having for the last 11 years where it's like something's mm-hmm. telling me, you know what, this problem is going to be the same forever. And then the other side says, be patient. Both of you got to grow and I'm like, okay. Well, you can always be sure <laughs> that if it has, if it's a thought or a message that has to do with judging yourself yep. or someone else, that it yep. is from the ego. Because spirit guides don't judge. If it's a message that has to do with growth and support, then you can be sure that that is the spirit guides because that's that's the message that they want to get across to you. Which is not to say that they won't ever, you know, in your situation where you're trying to um, understand whether to stay in the relationship or move on, it's not to say necessarily that they're always going to say, stay in the relationship and be patient and grow. It sounds as though that's very much what their message is for you right now. And if that's the case, then there are 
it's like they can see a bigger picture that you can't so that they know that there's value in this that you may not be able to appreciate yet. Mm. But mm-hmm. if you're hearing messages like, um, you know, he's not keeping up, he's not, um, you know, I think I could do better. Carrying his weight, he's not, you know, he's not carrying his own weight. Exactly. You know, he's not up to par. Right. That language. Right. Right. Then that kind of language is very much from the ego, because that's how the ego talks. It wants to measure itself and compare itself against everybody else, where spirit guides will always be looking at the bigger picture of how can this relationship benefit you, even though it may not be a permanent relationship. You know, they're saying be patient and grow Maybe exactly what you need right now. Maybe six months or a year or ten years from now, maybe that relationship won't serve you. But at least for now, it sounds as though that message of be patient, there's growth here, that's one to really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that, that's, that's definitely what's holding me down and staying focused and helping me grow. I mean, I can't push him to growth, but I can grow and, and reflect the growth, and hopefully that will resonate with him. And it has been, actually. Well, I am well you're, so grow- you you're growing. Listen, wait a minute. You're growing mm-hmm. by the very fact that you're learning acceptance. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do mm-hmm. you get what I mean right there? I, I really do. You know what? I think that um, in this lifetime that I'm in right now has to yeah. do with um, acceptance. It has to do, I've, I've realized, like, just kind of looking down at my life and looking yeah. at, at some moments where... Um, I don't. I didn't feel very good about myself because I didn't accept people because of their ambition drive. Um, well, not even just accept, but you know, just kind of, you know, look down or wish they could do better or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, the point is that I think in this lifetime, perhaps, you know, I am married to my husband because I need to accept and realize that it was different. Right. Mm. Yeah. So you could be very okay. well. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to let you girls go, but thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. Thank, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I, I want to ask you about this because, you know, this is really something, and what, what a brilliant uh, a call, really, for today. Because what we're talking about is the world we live in and what happens when we start to make comparisons or what happens when we're looking out there and we see some things we want to have done differently in our lives or be different at. What, how do we use the spirit guides for that? Right. Yeah, that's where we are, again, programmed to always be looking out there for the answers, for information, mm-hmm. and also how we're supposed to be in this world. And the mm-hmm. truth is, how we're supposed to be in this world is to be who we came here to be. As she was just saying, you know, to have that life lesson of learning to accept others, to be able to get that and recognize, oh, that's something that's going on in me. It's not going on out there in the world. That's a shift I need to make in my own thinking and my own belief. I need to grow into that. So this is through the process of letting our spirit guides speak actively and intentionally listening to them. What we're doing is we are really going deep within ourselves and into that divine connection to be reminded of who we are so that we can grow into that. 
instead of growing into other people's expectations of who we are. So her example was perfect because she may very well be married to the best teacher she could ever have, and the rest of the world could be saying to her, oh, you know, you could do better. He's really not carrying his weight. But inside her and in that relationship with her spirit guides, they can help Mm -hmm. her understand, wait a second, this is not about what the rest of the world thinks. This is about what you need so that you can have that life of abundance and purpose and joy and peace by being all of who you are. That's the beauty of really developing this relationship. Wow. And, you know, let's talk about, you know, for the next few minutes we have left of how the spirit guides can help us with this. Absolutely. The great thing about it is that it, they can help us with everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved what uh-huh. you said earlier about the foxhole prayers, but so yeah. often we turn to spirit, to God, to spirit guides, when we're in that moment of panic or crisis. But really, we can call on the spirit guides for the littlest thing. You know, one of the examples I use in the book is years ago I had lots of errands to run because I had a, a big event happening at the end of the day. And I, you know, my ego had made a list of where I was going, what order I was going in, and it was messing me up because I kept missing appointments with people and kept going to the wrong places. So finally I just asked my guide what I should have asked to begin with, help me, you know, basically tell me where to go next. So they did. And once I did that, the whole day just flowed. I showed up at exactly where I needed to be, exactly when the person I was there to talk to was available. They just orchestrated the whole thing for me. Now, we can tend to think that those things, again, are too insignificant to be asking our guides for help. But in truth, they want to help with those things. You know, they want to make life easier for us. So it's everything from that to having those really deeply, those um, heart-to-heart talks that we might have when we sit in quiet. And we really ask some questions like, How can I stop fighting myself? How can I be more forgiving? How can I understand what my purpose is? How can I understand these events in my life that I'm feeling anxious about? What is it that they're teaching me, and how can I grow from them? You know, asking those kinds of questions truly like we would ask if we were just sitting down with a trusted friend, But the great thing about this, you know, friendship, as you said, is so important. And we all need each other in this human form so much. But the thing about friendship is that all of us as human beings, we're still speaking from our own perspective, our own framework, our own lens. And sometimes fear can get in our way. But when we sit down and we have those conversations with spirit guides, we know that what they're saying is totally in, in our best interest. There is no fear on their part that's changing or shaping what they're saying to us. They are just giving us pure guidance in the way that they know we can hear and understand it. So it's unlike any, anything that we can experience with one another, even though what we can experience with one another is so important, too. Just like it takes that up another level. And that's why I think it's just so essential for us to enter into these relationships and build them. And instead of turning to the world outside us, having that be our default, you know, where we immediately look outside of ourselves 
for answers? What if our default was to go inside and ask our spirit guides for answers first and live our lives from that? We would have different lives and we would have a very, very different world. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for today. Please give out your website and thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. The website is DebraEngel.com. It's D-E-B-R-A-E-N-G-L-E.com. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We're going to take a short break. Thanks, Deb. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with more of the Dr. Pat Show. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.